Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, giving you all the support and insight you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. We're going to be talking about quarterfinals, NA LCS. Holy crap, it was spicy to say the least. I am Sam, aka Just Casual. I got Manny and Rhino to my sides, or Alex and yeah, you guys know these guys, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, up, let's just get into it. Um, it was a crazy week. The first quarterfinals match was C9 versus Team Liquid. And spoiler alert, give you five seconds. Da, 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 da. Uh, Team Liquid sweeps it 3 0. The games were actually pretty close, uh, pretty much until, like, you know, they weren't. Um, <laughs> but, but, like, really, like, they're, they're close. And then the gates would be open after like one Baron play or something like that. Um, it just we- reminded me of the Scara. <laughs> we were winning until we lost, or like we were losing until we won. Or something like yeah, that. it's not, it's like a John Madden quote, right? But then it like yeah. makes complete sense when you think about it, because like the gold was like up and down, maybe within two K until it, was a close it series, blew yeah. up, and then it was like you know. Baron goes down, Baron goes down, inhibitors go down, game just closes out in the next five minutes, stuff like that. So what do we have to say about this one? Uh, I think this was more about Team Liquid being able to pull the trigger and C9 not being able to react on their feet. That's what it looked like to me. It was a lot of like, the, the play that comes to mind is the, the Elder Dragon play where they literally just take inhib oh. and then they take Nexus turret and then they take Nexus turret and then they finish the game. And cloud Nine's <laughs> still like hard stuck on like, oh, Dude, we're gonna get Elder. We're gonna get Elder. We're gonna get Elder. And it's mm-hmm. like, but can we just pull the trigger on Elder? Because it's it's a four v five. No, no, no. We gotta get Elder. We gotta get Elder. Okay. And then yeah, they get Elder, it, and then they lose. Okay. So it was the that point. was that was that was crazy, especially because the analyst desk showed the comps, and the way like half the team was super calm, and as it started getting close to like them returning, <laughs> I think it was Double Lift just screaming. <laughs> Finish the fucking nexus! <laughs> it's just like holy shit. That's the true shot calling. Um, I mean, I think yeah, I, that and um, we talked about. I talked about it a little bit before that, and I think just licorice didn't favor this meta, right? Mm-hmm. And Cloud Nine didn't really have enough time to figure out how to play with licorice, who's an amazing player. I'm not gonna discredit him in any regards. You know, I. Give full credit to every single team that has made it this far, and even if they haven't, right? I give mm-hmm. credit where credit is due. And I think Licorice is a rookie. He's godlike. He's going to be one of, if not the best ever NA top laner, just because of how he handles his champions, right? How he knows how to play with them, aside from like tanks, right? Mm-hmm. Or he knows how to play tanks. He just doesn't know how to play them with the team, right? Which is kind of like what it felt like. There was a lot of, uh, lackluster plays, you know, like there was stuff like that that just wasn't going their way, and Impact just had that edge, and I feel like that ended up like giving them so much, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, that play, who who goes in to help Hobelter, you know, Impact, right? Even though he had the Swain, and like, you know, he's not necessarily like end game type of, you know, they didn't really end the game with end game type champions, right? Um. But it, it just it did feel like Team Liquid was was quick was was decisive, uh, even though it was sloppy, right? Which you know we'll go on to it afterwards. But it, it it does put some question marks. I think if the other teams are able to polish their play, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, patch eight point five just did a lot, right? Before that, <laughs> we saw Echo Fox like Huni. In the top lane, just carrying games. We saw Licorice doing really well on his comfort champions of just carries. And then 8.5 came around, and it's like, tanks are back. And guess what? Impact started doing better. And what? His glory days are on tanks, you know? The Shen game that he had a few weeks ago where it just Against the 100 off. Thieves was fucking disgusting, uh, yeah. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just crazy. Like, so, um, yeah, unfortunately, I guess the timing of the patches and just... Yeah, like you said, Team Liquid's inability to really figure out how to work with that. Well, or not Team Liquid, uh, Cloud9's Cloud inability yeah. to work with that. I think it was just like, yeah, and like it was like one week just wasn't enough, right? It wasn't a, a one-week solution type of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's really just managing macro and like learning macro and practicing it is not a one-week thing, right? So 
Um, they really needed that bye. They needed that bye week if they wanted to have any chance of playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, in my they, opinion, they, they absolutely did. I think if they if they had that bye week, it would have been amazing. I still wish I we would have gotten TSM versus C9 <laughs> and Clutch Gaming for especially after everything that happened. I really would like to see like the reverse matchups, right, and how they would have played out. But yeah, it, I mean, it's just it was just unfortunate, right, uh, for. For for Cloud Nine, sneaky again. Oh my God! Played your most mind. consistent, yeah, your most totally consistent insane. player. You know, and was he was, was playing really well. It, it, but it wasn't enough, especially like that last game. Mm-hmm. I saw him actually like when he got the quadra kill on Ezreal. I literally wanted to type out too little, too late, like mm-hmm. on Twitter. But like, I was like, hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe. And then I I realized it was just too little, too late. Right? It, yeah. it felt like. They they kind of let game one slip by, and then game two and game three were close, but they, they didn't have enough, and they, they started ramping up at the end of game three. But again, it's just like if that was your first game, I think the series goes to best of five. But it just you know team team Liquid were able to three zero, and none of them were happy really. You know, I mean they mm-hmm. were happy they 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 swept, but none of them were like, yeah, we knew we were gonna like they said that was just awful games, right? Like, yeah. and it. it it kind of was. They were kind of sloppy from both teams' perspectives. Yeah, but and even yeah. though it was a three L sweep, like I said before, they were they were kind of close. Like Cloud Nine were making plays. They were getting picks. Jensen, like <laughs> they were misplays by everyone, and then great plays by everyone. You know, Jensen had yeah. some really nice shockwaves on Oriana, but sometimes missed it after what was it, uh, Zonia's or something that came. Uh, oh yeah, it was like yeah. There's a couple ones that he <clears throat> didn't even get it off. Right, yes. like he just got popped immediately. So, so actually, that's crazy. I have a quick question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, are you okay with C9 not making any changes? Yes. For next next season? Yeah, for, next, for, for next, next split. split yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're okay with that? Yeah. Now, yeah. And, and so here's my next question, right? Because I agree, right? Let's say they don't make worlds, right? Because they're not in a good position to do so. So you're talking about next split, they like, don't make like it either. Next, yeah, okay. like next split, they don't make it either, right? Another sixth place finish to lose out in the gauntlet whatever do you think at that point you have to make changes or do you still give that team like more time due to franchising or do you Um, just say cut your losses like either reaper needs to go some changes in the coaching staff like what what do you guys think about that actually at least this is a little bit like of an inside perspective when i met with jack and i asked him about what he valued with developing his players he said that he signed and i quote at least two-year deals with every player. Mm-hmm. So the people that deals were going to be running up would be Jensen, Sneaky, and Smoothie. I don't so think you get rid of I, any of those, though, right? I The only one I could think of is maybe Smoothie. I don't see them getting rid of Jensen. I think he's a franchise player. And he'll be yeah, he'll be, he'll he'll be an NA, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think Sneaky like, yeah. is just too good of a... I think sneaky. I think he's your rock, right? Like, yeah, he's also a personality. You have to remember yeah, the he branding brings in part. So of it. much revenue for the team, even if he's like, even if he's not like the best AD carry, he could if even if he's top three. I think Zach, uh, Jack makes like makes his money, his double his money and more, and just <laughs> sneaky fan base. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like in the yeah, brand, especially if he, he makes up. more of those cosplays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think if anybody goes, it's got to be. So it comes to the decision of do they take out Smoothie, which I don't know. I mean, I think Smoothie's a great player. I don't think they make changes. I mean, the only person I can see is maybe if they buy out Sven's contract, but that's still, I think that's super. I think that goes against who they are as an org. Right. I feel like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like if anything, you have like a sub that you rotate with, right? Yeah, the short and, sword and, and shield in the top lane, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you or you like, yeah, you try, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that worked spear? out. Right? I can't remember. No, it, it was it's a sword shield. shield. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. But I mean, you know, maybe maybe you try. Maybe it's different jungle, right? Like maybe you <clears> use <throat> the the SKT route that was successful for them of like knowing and understanding how to adapt. Maybe that's what what it is. I don't know. I think I think it was interesting, and well. You know, I'll ask that again after our next series because I think <laughs> I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, it, you know, so actually, I want to talk about this. Do you think? Uh, how, what do you think about picks and bans? Because again, even if the picks and bans were good, 
you know, players could play them poorly. But I saw Swain got through twice to Impact. And if you look at EU and NA, and NA, he's undefeated. And he had a decent amount of bans thrown at him as well. And <laughs> was, was Swain a problem? Was it something that they could give away? What do you guys think about that? I think that matchups for Tested in, in scrims that worked in scrims that didn't work mm. when it came to game day. Cause it, it looked like for both matches, I'd say Swain was the major problem that nobody can figure out how to deal with yet. It yep. feels like, uh, it feels like he out pushes you no matter, no, he pushes you out no matter how hard you push him. He can out sustain you. If he just lands his ability, <laughs> if he lands his and, abilities and, on you. I mean, yeah, you, you win, you, you might win early. If that game goes late, not only does he one shot your backline if he gets to them with his ultimate, you don't kill him. You know, it, it, it's kind of like a Cho'Gath, but with an AOER, just one shot everywhere around him. Um, I think, yeah, I think it, it was like, um, I, you know, I don't want to say it's disrespect or anything. It's more of like a we believe that we can actually beat this with whatever we practice, and mm-hmm. just ended up not working out. Yeah. I think for both matches. Okay. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, you should have banned this, this, this. They don't because they think they can play against it, right? They, they're they pretty confident in that. And mm-hmm. again, if it doesn't work out, well, that's that's that ends up being more of the execution or like they, they didn't understand some of the variables coming into the game. Gosh, of why guess- that pick, like you can't be, or you, sh- you need to be a I, certain way. I cool. think after Cloud9 got smashed by... Got smashed by Swain. They should have perma it no matter what side they were on. I think you give up Olaf for that. I think that's fine. I think Olaf, you can at least play around. And like, it's yeah, a, I mean, Swain's a time bomb now. I think that's what it turned into. Mm-hmm. Swain just turns yeah. into this monster of a of a Goliath that if you step to him <laughs> any time past twenty five minutes in a team fight, he's going to destroy you. So it's not yep. even worth it. Mm-hmm. I, cool I think tiger. that was drafting on Reaper Reaper's part. And perhaps maybe Licorice and Jensen, or not Jensen, but Licorice not knowing his matchups enough to say, hey, I can't play into this. Can we please get it off the table? Or perhaps yeah, yeah. Too that, or just confidence, people. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or it just saying be. confidence. It's like, I can beat this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, it I, could be too proud. It could be their analyst team. You know, it's not just on Reaper. I don't want to like point fingers that heavily, but now oh, fuck no. Reaper. No, I'm just <laughs> no, kidding. No, it's clearly not just him. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that goes for every single team. Right. Yeah. I think like the, the whole idea of just blame it on the coach, that's like a season three, season four type of mentality. Like that's not something you can. And I mean, the good coaches will take the blame for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. Reaper did. He he was immediately was like awful by me. I'm sorry. You know, we're, we'll get shit sorted out for summer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and I think that means a lot coming from a coach. Right. It's like you, you say good for your like for, in the wins for the players. You take all the blame and the losses, right? You want to protect your players as much as you can. Uh, I think most most coaches do that nowadays. Yeah, like it's just it, it's a must, it's right? A professionalism. Yeah. Question for you guys: Do you think maybe they got too lax with the atmosphere, or do you think that it was just because of the lack of adaptability? Because that's a big that's a big problem. So if you think it's it's got to be one or the other, right? Like, there's got to be no in between. It's either your ability to adapt to the change in meta versus having too much fun at work. You know what oh, I so mean? So you're talking right. about like yeah, the team, like not just that. that like, no, no, not that serious. Yeah. Or systemic. I think it might be problem. an issue. I think it might be an issue because they have not been underperforming. Just this, like at the end of the split, it's been since summer of last year. They did mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah, and I think they they were able to step up that time to make it to Worlds, but there was a big chance they didn't. Yeah, yeah. you know they they had to run the gauntlet, <clears throat> and like again they were like the final boss and everything, but <clears throat> there was a chance that they did not. Yeah, make I it. agree with you. I don't disagree. I think actually there was a bigger break in talent last seat last summer than there was this year when we were talking about you know whatever we thought the top two teams were and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. still like a like there was a clear break this year, but. Last, I remember last split, it was like, there was like, it, okay, it, it was almost like a no-brainer for me. It was like, yeah, Cloud9 looks like shit, but, I mean, 
nobody can step onto them, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, right? and it's like it's like uh, like Counter Logic Gaming didn't just have a jungler that was prepared for that, right? Yeah, and like it's just like I think if they did, like if it, like Smithy never leaves, like granted, yeah, okay, maybe Immortals aren't able, but I imagine they had someone like X Smithy if it's not X Smithy. I think yeah. they beat Cloud Nine and they make it, and Cloud Nine don't, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's what I felt. I felt like Cloud Nine just scraped by and then we're able to do enough again at worlds and do well internationally. But I think this is an ongoing issue and I love the memes and everything, but everyone like can fuck around, but like teams like clutch gaming, right. They, I feel like they, they like, especially their bot lane is a bunch of jokesters, Mm -hmm. but I think when it comes down to it, they're an extremely professional team. Right. Same with a hundred thieves. Right. A hundred themes, I think, might be a, a better, uh, like, way of this, right? Ryu's a jokester, like they fucking pranked Nate Shot with someday, right? <laughs> yeah, someday's like this sweet guy. Like, it, it, I feel like it, it, it is kind of like this personality or like team dynamic of like it's always joking around. Like, I don't know. Even you even saw this with their academy team. Yeah, with the academy playoffs, which I know we won't really dive into, but. Th- they underperformed as well. You know? Honestly, so I think it might be a mix of too much branding and less actually preparing for the game. That's my opinion. Mm. I-, I think if like look, I mean, look at about all the content that they're putting out. Right, Sneaky yeah. would stream four hours a night. Right, that's assuming that everybody else is either relaxing or playing solo queue. He even said a few times on streams like, "Oh no, I'm the only person that plays solo queue at night." Yeah, he smoothie and. And Sven are like the only people I've never seen. I've never seen, you know, Jensen play with them or duo with them, whatever else it may be. There's, they come out with seven minutes or like the seven minutes on, on cloud nine. Yeah, on cloud nine. So whenever they talk about like their, they talk about a topic and you know they shoot them all in one day. You can see that because they all, they're dressed the same for every single day and it's just <laughs> literally a continuation. Like, but, and I wonder if it's like maybe, maybe too much camera focus and not enough on performing to the level of yeah. expectation and that's what this is this is goes back to remember the everybody was talking about like oh what's franchising gonna do to the nalcs mm-hmm. like that, that very plausibly can be cloud nine right now i think they might have oversigned i think if jack smart he takes a split to relax a little bit focus on playing the game they completely revamp the coaching the coaching environment that they have because right now Reaper seems more like a buddy than a coach. Mm-hmm. At yeah, least from like if you watch on Cloud yeah. Nine. Like he oh, looks no. more and like I, a- I think I think that is an issue. And again, you can fuck around with your coach, right? And yeah. I think I'll, I'll take personal anecdotes for this, right? That happened with my team. Right. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, Manny, right? Like he's the coach, but it's like there's no set boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And for example, I think Prolly's really good at that. Mm-hmm probably fucks around with them, but he's like, all right, guys, time to be serious. You know, let's fucking focus on this. Yeah. Everyone shuts the fuck up and starts focusing. Yeah. That's something I love about a hundred thieves, which you see the perfect balance. Quote unquote, perfect balance, right? There's, yeah. <laughs> there'll never be a perfect balance, <laughs> but they do a lot of branding, right? They do shit tons of branding. I mean, nature, that's all about branding, but they have someone that's like professional enough to like mm-hmm. ground everyone. Yeah. They did the whole office and, you know, home and work type of thing as well, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. I think I, I agree with you on that, though. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot of issues, but I, I do agree with you on that. Yeah, I think what happens with most, <clears throat> from what I've heard and like conversations that I've had, uh, what they do, like everyone has their scrim block and like their work hours. And then anyone that's doing content, they're like, you have 30 minutes or you have an hour with the with all the players. And then that's a set time. So I don't necessarily think there's, Again, we don't know a lot of what happens behind the scene, but I, I have, I doubt that teams are giving too much camera time, and it's, and, but it could be a thing where the players are like, because I did this for an hour, I'm going to chill because I lost that hour of playing solo queue or something. So it could be a player thing, and their decision on how they spend their time. But I don't think it's like an organization team thing where it's like, you did your ten hours of scrims or eight hours of scrims or whatever, and. Or instead of taking that, we're going to cut off scrims and we're going to do more camera time. I don't think organizations are doing that. Oh, I don't think right, that's right. happening. I'm poor talking okay. about like it, when the camera time starts to cut into the players' solo queue and or relax time, 
or they feel like they have to play solo queue sure. later, that's when you start to see people yeah. like yeah. slowly. And I like, think uh, something else is just also, we talked about it before, but I feel like there still needs to be a pressure to be a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still should be feeling pressure yeah. to perform. Mm-hmm. You take an extreme TSM, right? Mm-hmm. From where Svenskaren came from, and you put him in C9. He was like completely different, man. It's so chill. Everyone like messes around stuff. I still think you need that pressure mm-hmm. from the community, from your fans. You know, I think it gets to a point where it's toxic again. Yeah, like TSM, and we'll go, we'll go to that. <laughs> like, but I think that that there's also like that issue, right? And I feel, I feel. I don't know. I feel bad for, for both sides in that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's messed up that there's so much like pressure that you know you have like panic attacks or you can't even think straight when you're about to go play on stage. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that you should be chilling the fuck out, especially, you know, like sometimes you, you yes, you can fool around, you know, the your teammates are still friends, whatever, but like there still needs to be like a clear understanding of all right, we're gonna get ready, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean that's it's a performance-based industry, right? Your job d- depends on your performance. So you yeah, have I mean, to win. It's, or- it's, it's like sports, right? Like, yeah. I, I, and I, you know, I've said this before. It's like there always has to be a bad players in sports. doesn't mean they're bad. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it does not mean they're bad. Like you're looking at some of the best players in the world in whatever sport you're looking at and you go, wow, this guy sucks. Boy, he's so much better than you. Yeah, right? in, in every, like, like in perspective. And yeah, again, in perspective, everyone, there has to be a bad teams. There has to be bad players. It's like, but- oh man, I'm the worst of the 0.03% of the league community. God damn it. I'm that bottom yeah. 0.03%. Like 0.01, Yo, right? It's like, yeah. holy shit. Like that's when you, you, yeah. you know, you've, you've seen like the gif of like people drying their tears with like the $100 bills, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. I don't know. I think I think it goes on, on both sides. So I think that's a good segue to go into Clutch. Yeah, let's move on. To it. So the second quarterfinals match is Clutch Gaming versus TSM. 3-1 in favor of Clutch Gaming. TSM wins the first game. Looks kind of good. And then Looks Clutch extremely just good. destroys the next. I think destroyed, right? It wasn't as close as like the. Oh, no, no, no. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a hard stomp. Uh, I, I think if you take away the, the first win... And like, that was a clean three zero. Yeah, if oh, you yeah. change if you change the nameplates, you would have been like, all right, TSM three zero clutch gaming easy. And then it's like, wait a See? minute. And that's what I'm. That's what gets me going. You just grinded my gears. <laughs> Fuck that shit, Sam. I'm about to fight with you. All right, let's see, let's hear it. what's <laughs> clutch up. Clutch gaming deserves more recognition. We were talking about the line, right? And mm-hmm. the whole like, I mean, they two owed TSM before, right? And the second time they looked convincing. Mm-hmm. Like, was it a shock for everyone? This was this was a huge. This was, if not the biggest NALCS upset in, upset in history, right? Yeah. No one can take that away from from Clutch Gaming because it was an upset. Yeah. But they deserved every single point part and everything of it. And people saying, "Haha, TSM lost." Sure, they lost. You could hate TSM. Like, I don't care about that. But you need to give so much credit to a hundred uh, to Clutch Gaming and everything they did. Mm-hmm. What other team bounces back from getting destroyed game one and in the first fifteen minutes of your game use cleanse on two carries because you think you had different summoner spells? <laughs> give up a double kill in the bot lane, like. Imagine the mental fortitude those guys must have mm-hmm. and the prep they must have to to understand that it's okay to still go. Yeah. That puts almost any other player on tilt, right? The yeah. fact that they bounced back from that game too, at that point, I knew TSM lost the series. Cool. And I'm a TSM <clears throat> fan. I knew at that point TSM lost the series. I, yeah. I think it I think this goes back to even more systemic things, which is like I think this goes back to our conversation a few weeks ago, which was like, uh, oh, um, like Burex is not going to be able to hard carry through X, Y, and Z because the mid lane meta has increasingly gotten stronger, right? I think this was a perfect dose of that. And for some reason, I don't know what happened with Ven and Mithy, but hi- like 
they were just pin cushions for Hakuo's cues, dude. That's literally what it felt like. I watched. Yeah, I mean, it. oh, my it, it was just it was it was heartbreak. I'm like I'm I won't lie. I was destroyed yesterday after the series. I like felt awful. I like because I when I say I am a diehard fan, I am a diehard fan. I, this is something I've felt with like other teams, and I hate that I ended up I have ended up being like fan of front running teams right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, I also did tell you guys almost at the beginning of the season this is extremely good for tsm mm-hmm. yeah the pressure is off. the wake-up call the not only is the pressure off it is a wake-up call every single member what bjergsen tweeted out dude again that's that is the main reason why i became a fan of this team he did what coaches do and understandably song is not going to do that because he's not like the social media presence mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah bjergsen said this is extremely underwhelmed like you know like this is this is never going to happen i'm going to do everything i possibly can to make sure we win summer we're back in summer right like that's a captain we don't really see that in league right mm-hmm. but to me if you look at a team captain that's bjergsen right and he has that captain's mentality and no one is happy. I feel awful for Mike Young because he actually started playing really good. He was still playing good in that series, but Clutch Gaming knew how to counter him. They mm-hmm. ended up knowing how to counter him, right? Mm-hmm. That first game, all TSM, everything TSM was touching turned to gold, right? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the Midas touch, you know, like you realize <laughs> that it's actually a curse, right? And... It ended up just they, they didn't have enough answers. And again, people were saying, should have banned a thresh. His Morgana is disgusting. Yeah. He'll he would have picked Blitz and fucking done the same thing, you know? <laughs> Ban the Swain. Again, it's one of those things where it's like they were they had to have been comfortable to play the Swain. Should should they have? Maybe. Maybe it's a different series, of course. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it it, it doesn't come down to like TSM's downfalls. No, no, no. Like, again, I think those are all BS excuses. Clutch Gaming played everything as well as they could have. Oh, yeah. After going one. Oh, like, literally after the first game in the f- past 15 minutes, it was all Clutch Gaming. I mean. And high praise for them. Yeah. For so if we just talk about Hakuho's, like, Thresh got through three times. He picked it three times in their three wins. And Hakuho was pretending like it was a point and click ability. He was nailing them like crazy. All right. So the first game, uh, first game, or first match against that Thresh, they had, uh, Team Solomid has uh, Brom. So not super great. So they're like, okay, we're not going to ban the Thresh. We're going to pick up Tom Kench. No problem. Great counter to Thresh. Still gets wrecked because just Hagoho was that good playing out of his mind. And last game, they're like, okay, Morgana, that negates Thresh. It does. And yet Hagoho just played out of his mind on Thresh. It wasn't TSM I mean, being and bad, it was Hagoho being right. amazing. And, 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 that's, and that's the issue, right? Like, yeah, you at the first time they banned the Morgana, so there wasn't a clear counter, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hagoho knows that champion inside and out. And I'm I'm gonna guarantee that. Mithy doesn't have the same practice as Hakuo has had, right? On the champion. It must have been like on, on the fly, what the fuck works right now? Mm-hmm. That's what they ended up going for. Against the Tom Kench, how do you counter a Tom Kench? You you target the Tom Kench with everything you've got, right? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they did. And I I, I, I agree. I thought it was hilarious. Azale, like, posted after all this time. Sven and Mithy are still out to get the you know? That was funny. <laughs> that was savage. Yeah. That was I, I so think, savage. I think it's funny. And like, again, I, I'm willing to like laugh about things like that now. And, but I, I, at the same time, the whole narrative I've seen is that TSM lost, which mm. I think is absolutely disrespectful. Yeah. Especially to the level that Clutch Gaming came out of the gates and stayed as a consistent force. It shouldn't be TSM lost. Yes, I I know that's the the headline, right? You dethroned the ten time, like finals appearing team. Cool. Again, I, you know, like, does this mean the legacy is over? I don't know, right? Like, is it really over if they don't win one time and they go back and win every single other time? Like, <laughs> maybe not, right? Like, it, it it's it's kind of like. 2015 MSI. Twenty fifteen MSI. You know what I mean? Like, the whole like, storyline was like, oh, Korea's dethroned by China. And then Korea came back and 
Daddy spanked China. <laughs> okay. and, and China has not even gotten close, right? Yeah, like, after that, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's the same thing. I don't, th- I don't necessarily think legacy is over. No, right? I think, like, for example, when, T- when Bjergsen leaves, a dynasty ends. Maybe someone else steps in for TSM, right? But I, I still think it's an ongoing s- story, right? I mean, look at the New England Patriots. Look at, you know, Steph Curry and the Cleveland, like, you know, like Golden State and Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Like they lose doesn't mean legacy is like, no, right? I, I think it's in any sport, like big teams will fall. But the legacy doesn't really end until you just see them never perform again, yeah. right? I mean, the players have switched out on TSM, and yet TSM still, besides this split, always perform and get to finals. So it's not just a player thing. It's a culture, right. Reggie, whatever else that is built around this, what TSM is, is what makes TSM and makes them succeed. Um, yeah, it might be a fall. We don't know how long the fall will be. And maybe franchising has made Reggie soft. I have no idea. But yeah, I, I'm not too worried about TSM just because they do have and like really good players. I think. And I. Let's go ahead. I was going to say, I think that this is amazing for all the new orgs. Oh, mm-hmm. I think no, that's. All new. Ba- there's going to be a new banner in the LCS arena. Guaranteed now. That's crazy. Spoiler that so alert, crazy. it's going to be Team Liquid because they're <laughs> the fourth winner. It's scripted. You can't get more scripted than this. It's okay. They're going to get fourth in MSI, so it's all good. I actually yeah. think that Team Liquid gets third. But regardless. We, we will go into this. But um, I mean, and Bray, I, I completely agree, right? But I just think like those are two storylines I saw. Mm-hmm. And like even SKT, right? Like SKT finally lost Fuck SKT. They've been on a decline, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think it was evident from, from last summer. Yeah. They still made it to playoffs somehow this year, right? And <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're just, they haven't, they don't have a 100% win, uh, either appearance percentage or win percentage. Okay. Who's still the team that's made it most, right? And again, it's it's more of like a right now, we will see what we come up saying in the future, right? Yeah. Like, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if three years down the line, TSM hasn't even made playoffs. Yeah, I can tell you, okay, the legacy died that day, right? But I think it's a little bit too quick for people. Legacy is fucking over. It's like, I mean, that's you all know, TSM. I don't know about I, that. That's most TSM fans, right? They're just like, oh, like no, yes, I, we're I, the I, best. Whatever. Not, even like the, not even just like the TSM le- legacy. I really want it to be, I really want it to be the end of the old org legacy, right? Because I, I, And I agree with that. The, I, I actually enjoyed that. Not even C9. Like, again, I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of organizations, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, my number one is TSM, but I, I do love almost all the NALCS organizations this year. Mm. I am so happy because this this will level up the yeah. competition. I mean, well, it already well, has. It like, already right. has, like, I mean, right? yeah, 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 exactly. I think, so. it, I think it even goes even more than just the competition. I think this lights a fire under... Jacks, I think it lights a fight under Reggie's. Everybody's got to go, holy shit, what did we do wrong? These people yeah, have I mean, never touched anything like that we've done before. We've been shitting on Rick Fox for however many years. What the F happened? That's what I want them to say. I want Jack to sit down and say, we need to rethink everything. I want Red- yeah, Reggie and- to say, holy shit, I created a toxic culture. It, it, yeah, like and, in my and team, for example, how can I they- change this? And that's exactly what they need. And I completely agree. I think this is really good. And that's why I said this has been actually at the at the end of the line. I think this is beneficial for TSM. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Do I want to see them in MSI? Do I want to see them? Yeah. But I think at the end of the line, like they. This is great for C9. This is actually still really good for CLG. And this is really good for TSM. Right. Because it's. We're no longer the undisputed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're no longer the shoe-ins. We need to work for this shit, right? Because it beca- it, it ends up being like, a, oh, we're part of this team. We'll win, right? Mm-hmm. You become complacent even if you've never played for the team. And that's that's something that players need to change, right? And I think this is really good for that as well. Awesome. Cool. So um, those are the games that we had this week. <clears throat> One question that we want to ask was TSM or C9's loss the bigger upset? What do you guys think? I think 
TSM undisputed. Yeah, I think TSM is a bigger upset. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's like... Uh, wholeheartedly. I mean, I think going into it, you already knew Team Liquid versus uh, Cloud9 would be a close game. I don't think <clears throat> anyone outside of Clutch Gaming pretty much gave Clutch Gaming that one. <clears throat> if if they did, very few people. All right. Right. Cool. I, I think it was a question of more of like... the Like, both teams had something to face up against. Cloud9 had to say, okay, did they figure out the meta and did they figure out what their play style should be in the meta? And TL and TSM had to go, okay, um, can we uphold can we uphold our record? Can we uphold what the history of this organization has been? I think there's a lot more pressure on the second than the first. So, yeah. so I can imagine that the the TSM had to have felt worse too, but I, I would still say that TSM was the was the bigger upset in that case. That's that was unfortunate. All right, cool. So let's go on to predictions. So the first semifinals match we will see will be not Echo Fox versus TSM or anything. It's Echo Fox versus Team Liquid because of dynamic seating. This is exciting. I think it's going to be a really good game. I have it predicted Team Liquid 3-2. What about you, Manny? What do you have? So I've said Team Liquid 3-1. And the main reason is the the way that Team Liquid showed themselves. And again, I think having this one week to just prepare for Echo Fox is going to be huge for them, right? Also, it seems that that bot lane that was a huge question mark towards like that those shaky weeks of double lift and Ole, what the fuck are you guys doing? They've had a great two weeks mm-hmm. right last two weeks and mm-hmm. taking that into comparison of Altec slash Papa Chow and then Altec slash Adrian which I'm pretty sure it's confirmed it, it will be Adrian okay it, it's it's I, I feel like Team Liquid has just the edge and I, I'm gonna say 3-1 but I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes all five games all right. I'm gonna give it to Team Liquid and then Rhino you have you have Echo Fox right <laughs> yeah I got Echo Fox <laughs> at 3-1 alright well, so why Echo Fox why do you give them the edge. I think it's I think the bye week might do them more good than not. Okay. <clears throat> so I think the bye week in this case is gonna be everything they needed to figure out the meta. And I think that they're gonna watch all of the Cloud Nine games because if you remember, Fox beat Cloud Nine pretty handily in both those matches, right? Mm-hmm. Like except for yeah. the maybe like we can we made a couple like suggestions that it was draft and whatnot but still like the, the, the basically the echo fox team beat cloud nine that's the, that's the, the final the pun right there and even with cloud nine in its weaker form i mean like i said like it the t the tl c9 game was still pretty close right like it wasn't like oh like tl smashed them every game it was like it, it they were like every win was within four thousand to six thousand gold i think yeah like it's so close that's that's like nothing and that's that's like ridiculous so i think that if anything fox took that time they watched both of both the matches even after they practice and now they know what to look for mm-hmm. so i think that I like. I don't see them actually like not being prepared for TL. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I, and like, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, for example, if you look at Hundred Thieves real quick, I think the bye week was awful for them mm-hmm. in the terms of they're on fire. You don't want to stop playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You really, you really don't. Yeah. You know, you you don't want to stop playing. I think this, and so I agree with you. My, <laughs> the sad thing is one, I won't see Jin this series being played by Double Lift. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean, I agree. I think like the big thing is if they should, but if they haven't figured out what will work for them, the last time we saw these two teams face off, Team Liquid like demolished Fox like after a 22-minute fight, right? It was like mm-hmm. one fight, they, they just rush mid and end. So I feel like, again... It can be close, but if Team Liquid are on point with their macro like decisiveness, I see it just go more in the way of, of Team Liquid. But I do see your points as well, right? Like they should have it should be a stronger Echo Fox than what we saw, like the slide. Yeah. I, I mean, so this is the thing. 
with what everyone said, like I actually think Echo Fox should win this. I think they should th- three won it because yeah, Team Liquid was kind of messy. Fox thrives in messy fights and like just chaos. Mm-hmm. The thing that worries me about Echo Fox is I'm actually I don't like bye weeks. I feel like bye weeks hurt a lot of play, uh, a lot of teams. Echo Fox is probably an exception because they needed the bye week, and even like Huni and Phoenix taking the week nine off was probably helpful to them. But what worries me about the team is actually their Huni is kind of really really confident, and I don't think it's just like a a nice confidence. I think it's like a too cocky actually. Like he was on a podcast recently on the Score Esports, and he was just like. You know, dropping bombs, kind of like almost like double lift, but it just it just didn't sound like just a straight up trash talk. It sounded like, no, we're gonna win, we're the best. I'm gonna carry the t-. like just that kind of feel, and it worries me because I'm afraid that he's gonna disrespect the meta and do what he wants to do, play five different champions if it goes to five games, or three different champions if it goes to three games, and I don't know if the coaching staff is able to be like, Huni, you need to play this. I don't know if I don't know. So that's what worries me about Echo Fox. I mean, I think Cooney has always been like that. Mm-hmm. And I think their their language barrier doesn't really show. I think he's just very troll. I mean, you know, the holo, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's a very troll person. And like, when he shit talks, like, like in the lounge, you know, they're like, oh, who's the best? Oh, well, well, me, you know, and like they're laughing. <laughs> it's like, no, but if I were to like put not me, you know, like number one, this is. I think he, like he's more of like a he is confident. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. They need to be confident. All the players need to I be mean, confident, right? Yes, but also I think his time in SKT holds <laughs> a lot of merit for him being confident. Sure, sure. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I agree with you, but I, at the same time, I haven't really felt like he's disrespected his opponents mm-hmm. in in, okay. in any week. Even when they were losing, he wasn't disrespected. He was fucking one v nineing those games. Well, yeah, yeah. He was a lot of sometimes. Them. You know, <laughs> we're serious. So I, I feel like I feel like it's it's tough to say like he's necessarily cocky. I think it's more trolly, but okay. that's just my take on it. I could be wrong. He could be really fucking cocky, but I don't know. I don't feel like that's necessarily what he's portrayed. I feel like he's got. Is. I feel like Cooney's got something up his sleeve. Yeah, and it, yeah. I, I feel like he. I feel it's like gonna he's going to be fi- karma he's tank top. Something out that nobody else has figured. No, no, seriously though. I no, feel, no, I feel you, like he's, no, no. I, I'm being serious too. Sam, you're laughing. No, he's I'm going to pull out karma. I'm serious. <laughs> like he's going to do something crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, he's ready, but yeah, I think it, like if there's anything that I know is that like at least from watching like Huni and. Dardock in the past, I've never seen them actually like fail after getting time to like recuperate and like mm. like refocus, right? Like I think that's exactly what they needed. In in the case of like I think they were near like a boiling point for the end of the season, and that's when things started to fall apart and they started to disagree. I think even just taking a week to like not have any stress, just like relax, simmer down, everybody reset, recuperate, and get ready to play again. And, you know, you secured top two, you're ready to go. I think that's fine. I, th- I don't see a problem with that. I think that's actually going to be more helpful than hurtful for this org. And I think sure. for a team that's like, they're like, a, they're like a V8 engine. When they get hot and thirsty, you want them to relax. You don't want them to, you don't want them to like power through it, right? I think mm-hmm. they were past the point of like overworking, not from like a, like a stress standpoint, but more of like a, like a, when everybody starts to get, super hyped and overheating all the kinetic energy i think it's just it's just too much so i yeah. think maybe like dispersing some of the pressure might be good so i think this mm-hmm. actually might be super helpful i'm gonna actually disagree with sam and say that all i right. think that this is gonna be more helpful than hurtful for fox cool so one the- one more question about fox and team look good do you think it matters who the first game goes to do you think like momentum or discouragement is a big deal i think it, as long as as long as fox don't go o2 they're going to win the series. I think if Fox picks up game one, they're going to go off. I think if they lose one, it's going to tilt Hooney. If he wins game two, they're going to win the whole series. <laughs> All Honest right. to God, I feel, I feel like he's just going to go fucking Super Saiyan Extreme and it's yeah. never going to go back. I, like, that's that's going to be the end of it. Like you're not going to. I think I think worst case scenario is you go zero and two. I feel like Fox can win the first one, but <laughs> I, what the way I see it because I did predict three one is. 
Team Liquid wins the first one. They lose the second one. And they just scrape by and win the next two. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how necessarily you you see it, Rhino, but I, I agree. I don't think it's it's like a doesn't matter to either team. No, no. Cool. especially I mean, again, I, seeing seeing the new the new orgs, even though Echo Fox is technically like a couple of years, but this is like revamped. I know that they have like fucking mer- mental fortitude to get destroyed game one and then just come back. Like if clutch gaming was able to do it, I think some of these other orgs should be able to do it at least, you know, cool. I think mm-hmm. it shows like the professionalism now. All right. So then the last matchup, my favorite matchup personally, hundred thieves versus clutch gaming. I'm actually really scared <laughs> about this one with clutch gaming on the rise. Really? I, I, scared? I am scared just because, you know, everyone, just, I continue to just be like, Clutch Gaming is the memed line. They are the line. They're not that good. Uh, blah, blah. Like, oh, actually, no, I take that back. They are good. Just there's so many really good teams. And just Clutch Gaming, meh. But I actually still predict that 100 Thieves goes 3-1. And the big reason for my prediction is that I think, like, Clutch Gaming and 100 Thieves are kind of similar. Well, kind of similar. But they just get... Medios is a better jungler and someday is a better top laner. And I, I just don't think it works out <laughs> this season, at least this season, I think, especially the end of the end of the season. So that's that's my that's my take on it. Lyra's going to shut you up, boy. Oh, dude, I wanted, I, I wanted to see Lyra, the envy Lyra, you know, carrying hard right. carrying his team. But um, I mean, he did play Ryan really well in that last series. But what are you What's feeling? A- you're putting uh, some spice in this one. I, I put it down as uh, the hot and spicy hundred thieves three zero. I think that's I as think, bland as just regular chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's. I think if you look at all the lanes, I don't see how someday doesn't smash solo. I don't see how Medios doesn't beat Lyra because this is Medios meta IMO. Mm. Um. I think Rio shows Febivin why Febivin replaced Rio on H2K when he went to NA. And I think that the better bot lane, I think, listen, Cody's son is looking like the hottest damn ADC right now. <laughs> I got, I'm going to praise the sun god and like Apollo and Haku are going to feel some type of way coming to that matchup. And Cody's son and Afro will be like, okay, listen, you, you better simmer the fuck down. That's all I'm going to tell you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm warning you right now. You better chill the fuck out because... I think I think once Afro starts starts to give Hawkwell these hands, dude, it's gonna be it. That's gonna be the end of it. Mm. All right. What about you, Manny? So I'm gonna go for my win-win situation. <laughs> what is that? All right. <laughs> All right. This troll is not fair. I want a hundred thieves to win. Oh, but I'm gonna predict Clutch Gaming to win three-two. Okay. Because troll. one, one. If I predict clutch gaming, it means that at any point I start believing in them, they'll shit the bed. So it'll be good to know. Again, it's COG without the L's, right? Um, but I actually do think it's a much closer series than a 3 Okay. I think... I forgot exactly the numbers, but Solo's numbers were like... Again, he just wasn't as flashy as Licorice, but he was like up there. Right, in terms of performance of being like okay. bend not break, and I haven't seen consistent someday smash, uh, sadly, as much as I'd want to. So, again, I, I could give it a 50 50 on, on the top side. I do agree, Me- media's much better than Lyra currently. Hard <laughs> agree. I'm, I'm part of me feels like Lyra's gonna just <laughs> use. He's gonna play Lee Sin. He's gonna. He has to play Lee Sin this year. Oh my gosh! Oh He's my gonna gosh. fucking destroy, dude. Cody Sun's gonna lock in Jin, and immediately <laughs> Lee Sin's gonna be locked in. It's like, okay. Let me, let me interrupt you uh, real quick. Uh, just short. If that happens and Medios picks up Lee Sin, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot myself. Like I don't I don't want to see that. I don't want to see maybe Lee Sin. maybe the game will go 75 minutes and be like oh. another 60 minutes of practice. Um, <laughs> anyway, go on. Oh my god. I I I love Febivin. I've been following Febivin since the Fnatic days. I started watching mm. League of Legends and I actually used to watch EULCS more than NA. Fnatic was my favorite team. 
Bevevin was one of my favorite players, especially like in the mid lane. I saw him solo kill Faker like eight times in one tournament. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> this is the best mid laner in the world. Uh, but I think, I think Febby is actually really fucking good. Yeah. I think this rekindles the rivalry between Ryu and Febivin. This is, it's going to be fucking fantastic. I used to love seeing them play. I think, again, I, I could see it go 50 50. Band Rise. Holy shit. Real quick side note when I said Band Rise in 8.5, that no team ever did that against the hundred thieves. I, I'm quite sure they went a hundred percent win percentage. <laughs> yeah, with Ryu on rise, and I was like, uh, "Fuck, Ban Rise! <laughs> what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> um, Ban Rise. I mean, we know probably said, "Oh, if I first Fevivin, you know, I'm banning Azir. Azir's not perma ban this entire series because Fevivin's a fucking god at that champion." Uh, and Apollo Hakuo is is interesting. And again, I'm going with a very high praise of Clutch Gaming. If they lose, I understand why they lose. But I will give them credit that they will take this game at least the distance. Mm. I, I, I do, first of all, I do want to see Silver Scrapes in an A before finals and third, fourth <laughs> place match. I have and so I much time is, in my evening. It's great. I'm loving it. <laughs> and this is, this, is what I, this is where I wanted to see, right? Afro and Hakuo both play Thresh beautiful so with with aframu actually knowing how to play thresh consistently and like really well Mm -hmm. you can ban out the morgana and then take Take away the thresh right i think that's such a good and granted tsm could have done that i mean we saw mythy played thresh you know maybe they didn't feel like it was right maybe didn't didn't fit what their their plan was I think it could be a lot closer. I think the big outlier here is Cody's son, right? And I think Cody is currently the the reason 100 Thieves would smash this matchup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he... They've just been playing so well with bottom-centric side, like bottom-centric. But at the same time, again, if, if Haku and Apollo can take some of that pressure and the team can wait out games... because you know, the team plays slow, like clutch gaming plays slow. And if they can slow it down to their tempo, I think the game, like, you know, the game is in their hands. So I don't know. I, I, I also wanted some spiciness in the prediction. So I, I'm going to go with clutch gaming at three, two, and I'm, I'm going to say that's a 70% like feeling that prediction. Right. So I have a question. So clutch, is this right for me to, is this right for me to say? Clutch Gaming just leaves Solo alone and lets him do his thing and just survive as best as he can. Hell well, yeah, he changed his name uh, <laughs> to Solo Hell because they were like, you're, you're not getting any attention. Someday like, okay. Big Darius and eats him alive. I feel like that's not true, personally. I, I think, like, I mean, his gangplank was one of the best in the league. No, but absolutely. again, you don't talk about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think this guy could go into like stronger matchups you just don't do that because you don't want a volatile top lane while putting your bot lane centric right Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. i think solo just hasn't had the chance to show that gameplay and i do give a lot of credit to him Mm -hmm. um in those cases again manages with nothing like that's yeah i mean really get smashed by licorice but again yeah he gets nothing right and i think the numbers he's been putting up with getting like almost no pressure is is admirable so I, i don't know i mean who knows, right? They, I don't think Clutch Gaming showed everything. Yeah, I mean, they only showed CSM one match, support, right? pretty much. Like, who knows? What, like, actually, I have a counter to Thresh, and I'm going to wreck you because, like, TSM couldn't do it, and let me show you what's up. Like, that could happen. We we saw him I'm just, on Thresh. I'm just not sure that <clears throat> I'm just not sure that Clutch Gaming is playing 4D chess, though. Mm. <clears throat> I think you're also, like, taking out of the account Prolly. Well, oh yeah. And, 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 <laughs> yeah! No, no, no. I, uh, I you're, I you're completely them, forgetting that. Like, no, no, I don't no, no, think no, no, anything's no. getting past probably. Like that's and that's, that's why the, I, that's why I started off with like the like when we first not not in the prediction side when we first talked about like a hundred thieves. I said, I think now probably's unmatched. No other no other coach and and remaining coach in the league has a shot at yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. I would love to I see a hundred thieves start zero two and just see what magic probably does. 
Dude, <laughs> I don't think it's great. When they reverse Pick Blitzcrank. <laughs> yeah, play Blitzcrank. Man, again? Ryu, please What? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Oh, that'd be- if it was 8.6, you'd see, you'd see Zed. But-, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't know. I think that all, all things considered, I don't see... I. Th- See right now, Nate shot and probably sitting there and probably just doing this with his hands watching TV. Like yes, <laughs> yes, play Swain. Yes, you'll see. We'll all see. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think, I think, and and that is him and Cody. I I think what tip should tip it in their favor. I just I'm gonna have some faith in, in Clutch Gaming. Thanks. Man. At what at what point do you think? That- they substitute in Levi and the like leasens up. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Imagine Peach Lyra. Silver scrapes, boy. Silver scrapes. They're like Linsanity go in. We don't Ryu, get the fuck out of there. Linsanity, <laughs> just play, just play Galio. I don't give a shit. Linsanity play Galio. <laughs> Levi, get in there. Lease up. <laughs> <laughs> Levi just like, look my turn. I feel like it. <laughs> my turn. I play. Dude, I feel like if that were to actually happen. Leeson oh. is the first band. <laughs> yeah, like, Leeson is cheesier. He's had think, all this time to practice. What do we uh, do? I think I, what I love about they asked probably it's like, oh, how, how do you feel about Levi? Like what, you know, he's like, I mean, I just wish he'd learn English faster. And like, it's nothing against Levi. He just wants to be able to communicate and pick his brain, right? Oh Imagine a hundred thieves with a fucking gigabyte Marines mentality. Oh Unstoppable. Best team in the world. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Like, I'm, and I'm not even like kidding. I, I think they have that potential. They have the players oh. to pull up some crazy shit. Wait, who was the, who was like the mastermind behind gigabyte Marine? Was it like a lot on the coach? Do you know? Or was like, no, it was, it was Levi and Levi, their real. support. Because their support the ended line? up playing like three fucking yeah, their their yeah, support was like lane? jungler. Yeah. He's top, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'll play top now. And then he went from top. He's like, ah, I'm supporting now. You know, they did some crazy shit, and that's why they would be able to do like all these crazy like role swaps and shit. Uh, but I remember when they interviewed Levi about like the six minute, uh, level six Nocturne at Worlds against mm-hmm. Fnatic that they just fucking completely shat on Fnatic. I'm pretty sure he was like. Oh yeah, no, this was like us, right? This was as a team, but it was mostly um I I, comp- I comp- I'm complete Optimus. I think yeah, Optimus, the mid laner. Their mid laner. He was like Optimus said, do this shit. It's like <laughs> Optimus was like, do this shit. Like it was him, Levi, and their supporter, which I completely blanked on his name oh. right now. But oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. But I mean, again, you have like a player that that has the creativity to do shit like that, right? And it's like I feel like Levi once he un, he once he is able to perform well in a team in North America that kid is going places. Is he playing on Academy right now? Cuz I know he came in way way yeah. late. Did he actually get a chance to play? He, he he got a chance to play. I mean, he's been streaming recently cuz they didn't make playoffs, but he's mm-hmm. he, uh, he didn't really smash, but like they I think they won like most of their games with him okay it just wasn't enough like what he come like seventh seventh week maybe or something yeah something like weeks week seven i'm pretty yeah, sure only so much it like a, it was like around the same time that fly came in right it was like oh well dude, his, his hey, let's do this since he started playing in na his lease in stats he has 75 87%. games played 75 games played in lease in with a 78 percent win rate and a 4.72 kda <laughs> Oh my god! Over almost eighty games, you have a you have almost a five KDA on a champion. He's nuts, dude! I can't even look at this guy. It's like, okay, so Leeson was nerfed, so you know, whatever, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, well, oh, dude, 8. I finally got Challenger Smite. I finally can take Challenger Smite. Now I can compete. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, no team, no problem. Lux <laughs> and Leeson. It's just NA. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm waiting for Levi to like get on stage, locks Lee Sin, and fucking blindfolds himself. Just plays the game with pure sound, still goes like 20 and 0. <laughs> that's too funny. All oh, right, man. Um, I think that's pretty much we all have. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we close this out? No, nah, man. Wins? Should be good few. Good, do, you good, think, do you think 100 Thieves wins the final? Hell yeah. Oh, of course. 
Fuck yeah. Damn. I mean, after after Damn. beating Clutch Gaming, who's obviously second place, you know, um, Hundred Thieves <laughs> got no no <laughs> no issue whatsoever. <laughs> I think Hundred Thieves versus Echo Fox is going to be a really interesting final. That's my that's I, my vote. See, see, if that's the final, I think Hundred Thieves three O's. Oh yeah, I think Hundred Thieves picks them apart. <laughs> like they've already smashed. Up, like I don't know. I'm not trying to hype them up. I'm not trying to hype them up because I don't want to hype them up. I don't want to jinx it. But I've I just hope that they continue with the trajectory that they've. Remember, Hundred Thieves fans, if you're listening to this podcast, you got someone. <laughs> you got me converted, dude. I'm convinced. <laughs> I tweeted about it. I'm convinced. And, and and if he jinx it, you know who to blame. You know yeah, who to go for. Right Make sure to follow me first, and then you can blame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is it for semi-final predictions. We're super excited for this week. I'm super pumped. Finals are going to be spicy too. Then MSI is just around the corner, so there's a lot of stuff to do. So we hope you guys are hyped about League of Legends as we as much as we are. And that is it for this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace, guys. <laughs>